are live. How's it going, y'all? I am Brandon Matula. Matula. And I'm Thomas Hicks. Um, wow. Big day. Big episode. Absolutely. Big episode. <laughs> um, I mean, let's go ahead. You go ahead. I can't wait. <laughs> We're excited. (laughs) We have an absolute banger of an episode today. And we're excited Um, to get into it. Yeah, I... Oh, man. Okay, I I honestly can't even wait. Do you just want to get... Yeah. Um, So, first of all, y'all are going to get to know... Y'all, the listeners, get to know the speakers today. Y'all get to understand our opinions and where we come from in a lot of... And today, in the music... We'll be talking about Kanye West and ranking his discography. So exciting. I hope y'all are excited for that. And then mm-hmm. we'll be getting into superhero movies that we like, because who doesn't like superhero movies and who doesn't have an opinion about it? Right. And lastly, we'll get into um, our thoughts about the upcoming NBA season and maybe some NBA news along the way. But other than mm-hmm. that, I say we just get right on to, right on to it. What yep. do you think, Tommy? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, as you guys know, uh, Tuesdays are more pop culture focused, and Thursdays is, is going to be more uh, sports focused. Um, but we're kind of we're just trying to get a good foundation first. So you know, bear with us here and there. Um, but I mean, we we were we were talking about ideas for the podcast, and we're just like, okay, we have to do this because everyone listens to Kanye West, whether you like him, whether you love you know love him, hate him, you listen to Kanye West, and you know it. Whoever's listening, mm-hmm. like you, you listen to Kanye West, and uh. Brandon, this is actually a quote from Brandon. He made a great point. Kanye, every Kanye album, uh, or or a good way to describe all of Kanye's albums is it's like a theme park. Some roller coasters are fun, like all the way around. Some roller coasters start off fun and they end kind of lame, and some are just eh, there's fun parts but mainly lame. And and that's the beauty of Kanye though is because you're always gonna find something awesome in every single project. Um. So yeah, we're super excited to get to that. Um, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna rank his discography. You're gonna be surprised by a couple of uh, spots here in the in the lower section, and then uh, we'll go into more depth uh, as we get higher up on the ranking. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, do that. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and give you all uh, our rankings from eleven to six, and just give you brief descriptions about that to save time. Because as y'all know, we like to keep things brief and yep. to the point. And, yep. But for the top five, we will go into detail and uh, give our opinions about our top five albums of Kanye West. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm going to go ahead and start. As you all know, I love Kanye West and his whole discography. Like, I just love everything about it. And just because I have something ranked the uh, lowest, that doesn't mean I think terribly that it's just not the highest. Yeah. So. To go through mine, and I'll go 11 through 6, and I'll just give a brief description of each one. At 11, I have Yay, and yes, Tommy, I know that's tough, but... (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Um, yeah. We'll get to that. We will get to that. Yeah. I have Uh, Yay because it's uh, it's too short, in my opinion, and uh, yeah, I feel like Kanye could have done a lot more, but... Um, to go on, uh, Kitsy Ghost, to have that at 10, because I'm not a big fan of Kid Cudi, and I like Fourth Dimension this album, but I'm just not a fan. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Golly. Of right. it in general. And then I have Jesus is King. Just as far as a Kanye album, it's not top five to me, but it is not terrible either. As a gospel album, it'll probably be the best I'll ever do, but... This was just very different, and Kanye likes to do different things, but it doesn't really fit into what Kanye does, like his whole career. But anyway, going on to number eight, uh, Watch the Throne. I'm not a big Jay-Z fan. I feel like you have to be a big um, Jay-Z and Kanye fan to like this album. And you would think it'd be really good. The two people that wrote made this album have 45 combined Grammys, you know, Gosh. but uh, I have that at number eight. It's not my favorite. Um, I love them boys in Paris, but <laughs> that's <laughs> the boys it. in Paris. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I got late re- registration at seven. I like this. This is kind of close to the middle, 
but it's not in my top five because I don't, nothing really stands out to me in this album. And then number six, which is really close to my top five, like obviously since it's six, but <laughs> I, it's really close being inside my top five for it's Jesus at number six. And I like it. I do like it because uh, Blood of, Blood on the Leaves, New Slaves, and just the outro of New Slaves. So beautiful. And it's just a great... Exactly. And yeah, that's my bottom six. And just... Tommy, what do you think? Anything that stands cool. out to you in general? Out of my um, bottom six? We'll, we'll get to Yay. I understand, I understand Kitsy Ghost because... Um, I mean, it's a, it's a dual album, but I would I would argue that Kid Cudi is on the majority of that album. Um, mm-hmm. so I understand that if you're not a Kid Cudi fan, then you're not gonna enjoy half the album. You know, um, same with uh, Watch the Throne. If you're not a Jay Z fan, you're not going to enjoy half the album. And Jay Z, he's good. We respect the greats here on this podcast. We respect the goats. Um, but I feel like you just have to be born in the right era, uh, the era of Jay Z's reign, which was the early. 2000s to really appreciate that album so i understand it um yeezus i, I will get to yeezus but um yeah i i understand everything and then late, i think the most shocking is late registration i think a lot of people and speaking of this so if you guys have your favorite kanye or your top kanye albums ranked please let us know send it to us absolutely i mean we can feature you uh here um just in in the not even for the kanye albums but for what we talk about when we get to the the uh, sports section and the superhero section, like, please, you know, if you have your rankings and opinions, let us know. We'll, we'll shout you out. We'll shout you out in the episode. Um, and another thing while we're, while we're, before I get to mine real quick, is that Brandon is a Kanye super fan. It's really cool because we get to see his perspective as a super fan of Kanye, uh, as, uh, you know, he loves Kanye. And, and for me, I, I, I love Kanye. He's in my top three favorite artists of all time, but um, I'm definitely unbiased. I, with Brandon, it's 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 cool because he can he can get kind of kind of personal, and, and pick and choose. But for me, I'm like, all right, as much as I love this, this isn't that good, and here's why. Um, so it's cool. Those are the two yeah. perspectives you're gonna see during the rankings, and I think that's really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really we might do something with Tyler the Creator later, Ooh. later on because Tommy likes Tyler the Creator. But oh yeah, without further ado, Tommy, yep. what's your bottom six? Okay, so uh, at number eleven, I have Jesus is King kind of the same reasons you did it's it's got some bangers on there it's got some really good songs but just forgettable skippable only really played on sunday we are christians here you know brandon and i are christians and we respect all religions um that's just what we follow um we love all we love and respect all religions and that being said since we follow that you know we we, 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 can, we can play this on sundays and that's nice but eh, you know skippable um so that's what i have at uh, number 11 and then at number 10 i have watched the throne really has aged very very poorly um some bangers it, it helped me get into kanye as i started like getting my ipod and my ipod nano and all that stuff i had uh, a lot of songs from this album on there um but yeah so that's what i have at uh that's at number 10 and then number nine underrated i have yeezus a lot of people like this is trash is horrible not horrible you know you know uh, send it up bound to uh blood on the leaves is, is fine i guess uh but but new slaves ooh, new slaves um so yeah number nine i have yeezus this is a tough spot. This really hurt my hurt my heartstrings here. Um, but at number eight, I do have the college dropout, and you know Kanye's first album. It's a classic. It's got a lot of timeless songs on there. I recognize that, but um, I, th- I feel like there's too much fat, not enough meat. You cut you cut some of that uh, fat off the meat there of the album. It's one of the greatest albums of all time. But since yeah. there's too much fat, not enough meat, I gotta put college dropout there at uh, at number eight. And at number seven, um, this also pains me because Brandon knows this. And if you know, if you're a friend of mine, you know this as well. Graduation is my favorite. Personally, Graduation is my favorite Kanye album. But, you know, I can't be biased. I got to be honest. I've, that's where I have Graduations at number seven. It, it's Some of the songs have aged horribly. Drunken Hot Girls, Barry Bonds, um, Can't Tell Me Nothing, eh, but Good Life has not aged well. But it also has Flashing Lights, which is my favorite Kanye West song Ooh. of all time. So... Flashing. It's got that lights. Oh, lights. It's so good. Big brother, everything I am. You just can't beat it. So personally, it's my favorite, but just gotta be honest, hasn't aged well. It's it's got some got some duds. So graduation number seven. And then at number six, this is gonna be controversial. 
And at number six, I have my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh. Yep, I do. I do. Um, Power is, it's, you know, hasn't really kept up with its time. Uh, Monster, Nicki Minaj goes off. Jay-Z goes off. But, I mean, that's that's kind of the highlight of Monster. Lost in the World, Who Were Surviving America, very skippable songs. Um, Hell of a Life is slept on. A lot of people don't like Hell of a Life. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so I can't I'm say that <laughs> you're killing <laughs> me over here, <laughs> you know, slept on, but uh, so I'll give you that gorgeous. And if you're not a kid, Cuddy fan, it's not hard. I mean, it's all there's just some skippable tracks on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, but it does have all the lights, which is incredible. Runaway, one of the greatest songs of all time, Hell of a Life, Blame Game, so appalled is a classic dark fantasy, one of the greatest album openers of all time. Um, so I, I, I recognize its strengths and weaknesses, but yeah, I have that at number six. So those are my uh, eleven to six, and I ours is ours are very different, as you can yeah. see. A little some similarities, you know, but they can be very different. So yeah. uh, I respect Brandon, all yeah. yours, but oh my gosh, dude, dark yeah. twisted fantasy, man, you got to And you have yay. Well, I'll last, get to that later. So we're killing it's each other. Yeah. yeah, it's de- in my top five, so yeah. we'll get to that in a minute. But from here on out, we're gonna flip flop fr- from uh, for our top five and just go in more into depth with these five and uh we like to be quick and um clear and concise with y'all but with these ones we kind of want to dive in so here we go so at number five for me i have graduation for the same reasons tommy said just with flashing lights and uh good life with t-pain it's uh it's it's a great um it's a it's kind of starting to die out i mean the era yeah. that graduation was in was just it, it was one of a kind really pop electro yeah. funk it's interesting it's hard yeah. to explain but yeah and that's what i have at number five it's uh one of my fa- definitely one of my favorites okay okay that's good i'm glad you have that at number five it that's good to hear um and i agree as a kanye fan you really gotta have graduation high because it's just so much fun it's just so much fun um anyway so now we're going to my five uh once again very tough very tough to do um but for number five i have the life of pablo um kanye and it's cool because it's it's back to back with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy but this is kanye's most raw this is kanye west it's his brain put on an album and we we're starting to see more of that as we get to know kanye more but this was just so crazy to see his innovative like whoa we got hit with my beautiful art twisted fantasy you know we had Jesus, we had a couple albums in between but then we had life of pablo and you're just like what is this so like life of pablo for me is number five great album love highlights love wolves love love real friends and fml um you know oh, freestyle four slept on but yeah i've got i've got life of pablo at uh, number five nice well at number four for me it's none other than The Life of Pablo. Definitely. Okay. So I guess we agree there. Uh, yeah. The Life of Pablo's top five. So that's good to find middle ground in some areas because our lists have been different. But it's for the same reasons. Uh, and one thing I'd like to add to what Tommy said, because it was everything I was pretty much going to say. But one thing I'd like to add is all the tributes and like all the um, inspiration from different artists Kanye does in this album, like in Famous. Uh-huh. Using the bomb, bomb, beat bomb, bomb. It's old, old classic song from the sixties or seventies, I think. Yeah, and uh, and then he uses Panda in one of them in P two, and it's just oh my gosh, like it's a great, great album, and I love it, and it's one of the albums that made me fall in love with Kanye. All right, excellent. Um, all right, and at number four, I have Late Registration. Um. You click shuffle on late registration, you're going to get hit with a good song. Every song is good. Now, there are skippable tracks like Drive Slow, um, Crack Music, you could skip. Um, the Diamonds from Sierra Alone with Jay-Z, I think you can skip. I know that's controversial. You could skip that one. But just the Kanye Alone track for Diamonds from Sierra Alone, play that one. Um, but it's got Gone, probably my second favorite Kanye West song of all time. Gone, Celebration, Hey Mama, Addiction, Underrated, Roses, So Personal, Gold Digger. Uh, heard him say touch the sky oh i mean it's it's got some absolute gems and and kanye's best songs it's it has the majority of kanye's best songs uh for those longer 
albums. It's an hour and 10 minutes. So I have late registration. Um, I feel like it's just college dropout, but you're cutting, like I was saying, you're cutting that fat off uh, and you got more than me. So yeah, number four. All right. So at number three, I have college dropout. And this is one of my favorites because I truly believe this is the album that blew Kanye up. Uh, I think Jesus Walks, that song, in this album won him his first Grammy or one of his first Grammys. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, y'all can check me on that, but that's, that was one of his first, um, when he really blew up in my opinion. And I just love it because of Jesus walks and that verse in there where he talks about how like, nobody's going to buy my album because I talking about Jesus. Yeah. Like you can rap about anything except for Jesus. And like, that's what the society's telling him. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to do myself and I'm going to rap about Jesus. And he ended up getting, a Grammy for it. So mm-hmm. that's why I love college dropout. It's one of the biggest reasons. And it's just a great album all yep. around. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, it's cool. You know, we, our introduction to Kanye is stellar. It's, it's really, you don't see, you don't really see that from an artist, an album that good from an artist that new. And Kanye wasn't new to music, but just an artist that knew like releasing music. Yeah, I agree. Um, at number three, I have kids see ghost. Uh, it's it's short, man. Twenty four minutes. It's compact, to the point. I'm a huge Kid Cudi guy as well as Kanye. Um, every song just slaps. Uh, F- Free goes crazy. Fourth Dimension goes hard. Reborn, probably one of my top five songs of all time. Reborn. Kidsy Ghost is a nice little low key, uh, little fun little track. Feel the love. I mean, an epic epic intro. It's it's in the same breath as a Dark Fantasy. For the yeah, love, yeah. so love it, love, uh, love Kidsy Ghost. I don't, I don't return to it as much as uh, the next two albums, um, but I think it, it's it's lightning in a bottle, one of one of its kind. Uh, love it. So yeah, number three, Kidsy Ghost. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, at number two, I got 808s and Heartbreaks, and just to keep it simple, this album inspired lots of artists in the future. This album was way ahead of its time. Yep, and. And that's why I have it in number two, because of how many artists it inspired. You have Amazing featuring uh, um, Young Jeezy. Yep. And uh, and then you have Heartless, just beautiful songs, yeah. beautiful pop. And this is where I started using auto-tune a lot more and mm-hmm. kind of being more prominent about it in, than his pre- previous albums. And it's one of the albums that, once again, that I really started uh, enjoying Kanye. Awesome. At number two, I also have 808s and Heartbreaks. Wow. Um, yeah, like it's you You just the amount of artists that this album inspired alone should be why this album is one of the greatest of all time. Um, but I mean, oh my goodness, Love Lockdown, Coldest Winter, Street Lights, and then you got heart, like Heartless, Amazing. Oh man, Paranoid's a fun little track. Robocop is fun. The only reason I don't have this one at number one is because of See You in My Nightmares and Bad News. I feel like you could skip those two tracks, uh, which are two towards the end, and then the very last track is Coldest Winter. And then you have the like, Pinocchio story, Freestyle, and all that. But anyways, in, uh, I mean, coming from someone who listened to this during a breakup and a heartbreak, you just got to listen to it when you're mm-hmm. going through a tough time and a heartbreak, and it will mm-hmm. literally change your perspective on like everything. But such a good album timeless and it's people didn't appreciate it when it first came out they're like this album's trash this album's horrible you know 10 years later one of the greatest albums of all time i mean that's yep. just Kanye west for it he was just ahead he's just ahead of his time ahead of the game and we don't really understand you know we don't really uh we don't understand him at first but he knows what exactly what he's doing so yeah uh, incredible tracks love it it was heartbreaks all right brandon all righty at number one i got my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and Gosh, and honestly, it's all the reasons that Tommy said earlier when he said that it was at what your seventh or six? Uh, six, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just love it, just in general. It's got all the callbacks, like in the life of Pablo, and it's just like it's literally what it is. It's this beautiful, dark, and twisted fantasy, and it's beautiful. It can get dark. It's twisted. And it's a beautiful fantasy world to see in Kanye's mind, just in general. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's one of a kind. 
I can recognize it as one of a kind. Um, so yeah, very, very valid to put that first. I know that's uh, not an unpopular opinion. So, I mean, you can't go wrong uh, with my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. For me, at number one, which this is Brandon's last, I have Yay. I've got Yay number one. Um, wow. It's tight. <laughs> it's it's just so tight. And every song speaks volume. We 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 got hit. So here's the thing. Let me, and I'm going to sit up for this one. If you just heard me in my chair, I'm sitting up. Because listen, I'm, I'm heated. I'm ready. Listen, listen, listen. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, not a perfect album. The Life of Pablo, not a perfect album. Yay. His best album is a perfect album. Why? Because the reason those two albums aren't the best is because, once again, too much fat, not enough meat. And even if there's just this tiny sliver of fat, it's still fat. It's still yep. fat. I don't want any fat on my steak. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, yay. We have no fat. We have no room for fat. Seven tracks, tw- like 20 minutes. Well, there's no room for fat. We have nothing but the same Kanye from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and The Life of Pablo, but put in a 20-minute seven-song album. You cannot go wrong. I thought about killing you. I mean, listen to the freaking title of the track. And then you have Wouldn't Leave, No Mistakes, two of my favorites. I mean, Ghost Town, everyone loves that song. Violet Crimes, All Mine, and Yikes. There's just no room. There's for no error. breathing room. There's mm-hmm. no breathing. You can't breathe from listening to the album. You're just straight yeah. back and Ooh. forth and back and forth. And there's some slow jams, right? Violent Crimes is very slow, but then you have those high ones like um, you have those fast jams, you know, All Mine, Yikes. It's got a little bit of everything. Kanye in his rawest form, yay at number one. Wow. Well, y'all, this is our this has been our uh, top 11. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And it's, <laughs> man. We have our opinions. They're different. And I love that we have different opinions because we get to talk about it. And I respect your top 11, Tommy. I yep. hope you respect mine. And uh, But let's move on. Uh, yep. Got a lot of other exciting stuff. It's, oh, yeah. This episode might go a little bit over 30 minutes, mm-hmm. which is what we told you all at the beginning that we wouldn't do. But this is a We're special still episode yeah. because we- y'all get to really understand us and mm-hmm. like – we get we, to put things into wor- words that um, are not always just simple, you know, so um, we can't wait to, to jump into the next step. So the next thing we're going to jump into is our top three favorite superhero movies. And mm-hmm. Tommy, you go ahead and take it away. You're the movie guy. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, once again, like where Brandon was saying, you know, our goal is to not go over 30 minutes of podcast. We're, we're, we're still working the kinks, you know, so this one may go you know, a couple minutes over. Um, but we promise you like in the future, once we kind of work the kinks and we kind of figure out what's going on and we, we can get situated every single episode will be no longer than 30 minutes and zero seconds. Um, so as, as we continue to, tr- we're imperfect. So as we continue to try and, uh, continue to try and work, uh, our way around starting a podcast, we ask for your patience and we appreciate you guys a lot. Anyways, just a little, little love for me to you. Um, but yeah, let's get to what's important. Uh, yeah, the three superhero movies. I am the movie guy, and I will keep it shorter because we are uh, trying. We don't want to rush the podcast. We want to have fun, and we want to just speak from the heart. Um, but also, we want to be concise, like Brandon was saying. Um, so my here are my three favorite superhero movies. If you want to get to know me, and uh, this is what I have. So at number three, one that you guys might not have, might not have thought of, but I have The Incredibles at number three. Oh, Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a superhero movie. It's an introduction it to is. superheroes. It's got everything that a superhero movie has. It's fun. Um, I like the second one just as much as the first one. It's it's a good. It was great because I grew up with it. Um, so this list is a little personal, but also uh, the anyone can enjoy The Incredibles. Old people, young people, teenagers, young adults, everyone can enjoy Incredibles. So that's why I have The Incredibles at number three. Um, it, you know, it's a little personal, but I'm really trying to be unbiased here. So yeah, Incredibles number three, uh, number two, Avengers Endgame. Or sorry, excuse me, Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. If you know me, you know how passionate I am about uh, you know my feelings towards Marvel movies. They're pretty negative, but Infinity War, you see the villain win. Thanos wins. You don't see that in any other Marvel movie. In this Marvel movie, you see the villain win, and you see the dread and the impact from it. So I have Avengers Infinity War second, and then first, come on now, you guys know. One of the greatest movies of all time. First is The Dark Knight. It's just such a good movie. It's not even a movie. It's just an experience. And it's not even a superhero movie, really. It's just like a... Oh, I'm speechless, obviously. And that's... Yeah, not it's good. like jumping into the, that world. It's incredible. It's incredible. It, oh, man, it just it explains everything so well. And once again, there's no breathing room. So you're just like, oh my goodness. And 
it's it's the greatest superhero movie of all time. One of the greatest movies of all time, which I know is not an unpopular opinion. It's ranked very high on everyone's list. But yeah, so that's what I have at number one is The Dark Knight. Um, any thoughts, Brennan? Uh, as you I think that, that, really, that number one and number three really surprised me. So yeah. that's really good. I like your insight there. But mm-hmm. just to jump into mine. So at number three, I have Captain America Civil War. Ooh, this okay. movie is incredible because it centers around Captain America, but really it's an Avengers 2.5, yeah, if you will. And I just introducing Spider-Man. There's just a lot going on, and Marvel's so good at having so much going on and still making it a success. And that's one of the beauties of Marvel. Mm-hmm. And number two, this one will surprise you: the Snyder's cut Justice League. Okay. Okay. I don't know if y'all have seen it, but it's probably one of the most incredible superhero movies I have ever seen in my life yeah. because it really, like like you were saying about The Dark Knight, uh, it really dives into the world because you're there for five yeah. and a half hours. Four. It's Four hours, right? I think it's five. I'd, ha- I'd have to double check. Either way, it's over three, which is a huge number. Yeah. And... It's an incredible movie. You have to experience it. I could talk about it all day, but y'all really need to get HBO Max in to experience that. And I hope they expand it. That'd be so awesome if they expanded it into its own universe. But lastly, I have Avengers Endgame. It's the perfect closing. I mean, Mm -hmm. like when you're landing a plane, like, yes, the plane itself landing is important, but the runway and the place to land the plane is just as important. And Endgame was the runway. And okay. it was the perfect runway for this franchise for the first few phases of the, this MCU universe. And beautiful ending. Don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. But gosh, such yes. an incredible movie. Had me crying. And uh, it was... I mean, if, if you didn't cry, then what's wrong with you? you know? Yeah, seriously. But yeah, that's my top three. But uh, Tommy, Sweet. any any last thoughts for yeah. the movie department? Uh, so yeah, the just about the hours thing. So you were right because uh, you do dive into the world in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Justice League. It is four hours. Uh, but I mean, dude, that's such a long movie. But it doesn't feel four hours. You know, um, incredible film. Zack Snyder's Justice League. I hope you see that one a lot more. Um, and then, yeah, Endgame. Like, you just can't go wrong with Endgame. It's a fun flick. And I remember the beginning, like, the, watching the beginning scene in the theater and just the goosebumps you get because you know what's going on. It's just like, oh, boy. So, yeah, uh, great stuff. Um, all right, you guys, we're, we're here at our last list. And it's uh, what we're normally going to main, you know, mainly focus on on uh, our Thursday episodes. Once again, we're just kind of getting the kinks worked out for the podcast and trying to get you guys to – Know us before you can trust us. You got to get to know us. So, Absolutely. Um, that's why the episode's going to be a little bit longer. But once again, uh, it's all for a reason and we're going to work it out. But uh, we're going to be, and this is awesome because this is going to be really good with Brandon's sports knowledge. We're going to be getting into the NBA. Yes. Um, and we're going to be giving our top eight teams. We're just going to go through our uh, top, we're going to go through our five. So from eight, uh, eight, seven, six, five, four. We're gonna give you guys that. We're just gonna give it to you, give you some you know quick thoughts. But then three, two, one, we'll kind of go into a little more depth on, and we're gonna do that for each conference, by the way, Eastern and Western. Yes. And we'll give you a little bit more depth on three, two, and one. And then yep. after that, we're gonna give you guys our finals predictions. And uh then we'll get to what's coming up in the next episode. Some NBA news, because a lot of stuff happened between last podcast and now. So mm-hmm. can't wait to get into that. Oh but, yeah. Um Tommy, do you want to go ahead and go first? Or? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, it was tough, just like with all the lists that we have made today. But surprisingly, at number eight, and I know this is an unpopular opinion, but at number eight, I have the Magic. I think the Magic mm. are going to pull through. I know that's that's like you're like, whoa, where's this coming from? Um, but yeah, I just think the Magic are they're going to start getting things worked out. Jonathan Isaac, I believe, will be back. So yeah, I got the Magic, and then at number seven. Um, I think, I don't think they're going to be incredible, but at number seven, I have the bulls. Okay. With all the trades and the signings, I have the bulls, um, that happened during free agency, which Brandon will get to at number six. I have the wizards. 
underrated, slept on. I think the young core is going to – for some reason, I just think it's going to work. So I got number six at the Wizards. Um, at number five, I have the Knicks. I'm not convinced yet. I am not quite convinced. So I, I need to see a little, a little bit more from every player that they picked up. Number five, I got the Knicks. And then at number four, I have the 76ers. Mm. Number four. So, okay. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I like that bottom half so far, and uh, Orlando throwing that in there. That's not. That's something I didn't really consider with yeah. Jonathan Isaac coming back. So that's a touche on that. That's good. Thanks. Um, good insight on that. But uh, other than that, yeah, I think that's very uh, happenable. If that's a word, <laughs> like it's very possible. <laughs> possible, yeah. But right. uh, Brandon, go ahead and hit us with it. We're excited. So, I am excited. So at number eight, I got the Celtics. I just think they need a lot Ooh. more help to get higher. Okay. But they're very talented in JT or Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Then at seven, I got the Knicks. I think they make their first back to back playoff appearance since appearing in them in 2012 and 2013 with Mello. Okay. So. That's very huge for them, and I think they'll make it back with the addition of Kimbo, which I'll get into later with NBA News. At six, I got the Bulls. Great addition. Great additions. Championship hungry slash um, hungry players, but they might have some chemistry issues because it'll be the first year of them playing together, so we'll have to see there. And then at number five, I got the Hawks. I think it'll be a repeat of last season. They're just not there yet as a top three team, in my opinion, in the conference when performing in the regular season. And then at number four, just like you, the 76ers, I don't know what's going to happen because they haven't traded Ben Simmons yet. But if they do make a trade, they'll be top four. And Mm -hmm. they could be top three or top two. But for now, I'm going to keep them at my top four. But Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I agree with all that. Um I think all of that is very possible as well. Um, interesting placement for the Celtics um, because I actually have the Celtics at number three, wow. which I know is like, <laughs> yeah, I know that's crazy. Um, and I like being crazy with the NBA. I like, you know, being like, hmm, I could see this. But I just – I think the Celtics with Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum, like when you just focus on those three and you let the role players do their thing, I just think they're so successful of a team. Um, so I have the Celtics at number three. I do. Um, and then number two, and I know this may, may or may not surprise some people, but number two, I have the Nets. Wow. The Nets because you got Kyrie, KD, and then Patty Mills, they just signed. I mean, they got, they got some, some decent names in the sign, uh, in the free agency. So, but I'm not, I'm not convinced. I will, I, I want them to, to be number one. I like KD, but I'm just not quite convinced yet. Um, I do think they go very far though. Number two, so number two is the Knicks and or the Nets, and then at number one, I as much as I I'm not a huge fan of this team, but I gotta give credit where credit was credit is due, and they're rolling off a high um, with winning the championship. I have the Bucks, the Bucks hmm. at number one. Wow, um, they've got so the you championship. don't have so you don't have the Heat in your top eight. No, I, I'm you, not convinced. Do you yet. think they'll at least be a play-in team? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I got them at nine. Um, they could definitely play in for the playoffs. I could totally – I in fact, I almost guarantee the Heat will make uh, the top eight. But just kind of – As far as standings. In. Yeah, as far as – I just – I don't know, dude. Some of them – I just feel good about the Magic. You know, maybe I'll be wrong and they'll be almost last again. But, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I got the got the Bucks at one. They, you know, they're, they're feeling good. They're on a high right now. Um, what Who's stopping them and what's stopping them? Yep. So, and that'll be in the West, and we'll see what happens in the West. But yeah, Brandon, go ahead and give us your top three. Awesome. I really like that. Great insight. Love that. But uh, at number three, I have the Miami Heat. Uh, mm. They have a new and improved squad. Uh, they kept the guys that they need, such, such as uh, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and then they get uh, Kyle Lowry and. They're just a great team, and I'm just excited to watch them. And they're bringing back Victor Oladipo, and I think when he comes back, he'll give them that push to put them into the top three. But I think they'll be five or more games behind the top two teams, which you can probably guess. And like you, I have the Nets at number two. The only reason why I don't have them at number one 
is because I think Kyrie is going to be a diva again. I think he's going to have his issues. He'll either have injuries or just flat out skipping again like he did this year. Yeah. And a player to watch out for, mark my words, is Nicholas Claxton. Uh, He is incredible, and he's got great ball placers on that team in Patty Mills, Kyrie Irving, and especially James Harden. And uh, you'll see Claxton kind of be like a capella Mm -hmm. to James Harden, kind of how it was in Houston. And I think Claxton will get great numbers as a center, and he's cheap for now. So that's good for the Nets. And then at number one, just like you, I got the Bucks. They just want to chip. The team, they, they're getting a good break finally. And I expect chemistry issues going on, but I think they will make a trade midseason to put them a tier higher. Okay. To put them where they need to be. So that is my top three. All and right. So moving on to the West, this yeah. is exciting. Um, do you want me oh, to yeah. go first or do you want to go first, Tommy? Uh, I'll go first since I, I'm actually really – I want – I want the suspense for your list. <laughs> so I will go first because my list, obviously, it's exciting, but not as exciting. But um, at number eight, sadly, I love this team, but I do have the Jazz at number eight. I think they have a lot of in- uh, issues inside. Hmm. Um, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do. You know, Donovan's probably getting a little antsy and uh, Rudy Gobert. I mean, we know about Rudy Gobert, so not sure. But they did get us on Whiteside. And that, I mean, who is scoring in that paint when you have Whiteside and Gobert? No one. Anyways, yeah, Jazz at number eight. Um, at number seven, and I like this team. I don't want to see them here, but I also think they're they're getting antsy as well as the Nuggets. Once again, I love the Nuggets, but I think they're just kind of – they had a lot of mojo these past couple years. I think the mojo dies down. So that's why I have number seven. At number six, I have the Lakers. I know they promised to put their egos away, but you guys will throughout the episodes know how I – come to know how I feel about LeBron and how Brandon feels about LeBron, and it's also very different. Um, and I just think that their egos are not going to be put aside, but they're not going to be a bad team. Come on. Those players can't fail when they're all together. But, I mean, we've had some super, quote-unquote, super teams in the past that haven't really done anything special. Um, So I'm not convinced. Yeah, got the Lakers at number six. Um, At number five, I have the Trailblazers. Um, I think they're going to be good. I think Dame gives it one last shot, and I think they go fairly deep, but this is his last shot, and, yeah, you know. Uh. Yeah, they, I mean, it's his last shot. Yeah, it's, you know, same result as last season. So that's why I have at number five. And then at number four, I have the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Um, hmm. I know they're I know they're a little rocky right now, but I think because of that, they have the motivation to be one of the better teams in the NBA. Hmm. Awesome. And my top four or eight, eight to four. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, a lot of surprising ones in there, but we'll get that get to that yeah. in a minute. Um, at number eight, I got Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I think Jaw brings his Grizzlies back to the playoffs just like he did this year. It might be in dramatic fashion like in the plan, but we'll have to see. Um, Nuggets at number seven. I think this team could be a top five team, but they are missing Jamal Murray. He tore his ACL the last few games of the season. That's what why they were a three seed going into the playoffs because they were doing so well, but uh, Jamal Murray, uh, man, what a loss for the Nuggets. But he'll be back. But for now, they'll he'll be they'll be a seven seed. And then at six, I got the Mavs because they missed a lot of opportunities in my opinion in this offseason. I really think they should have picked up Demar Derozan, but they just haven't done anything yet. But they it might this might later on they may change my mind, but. but they should be a dark horse in the playoffs because you see what Luke is doing in the Olympics right now. Yeah. And uh, he'll be, they'll be good, but I don't think they're top five material. Okay. At number five, I have the Clippers because I would put them higher. Absolutely. But Kawhi is out with a t- partially torn ACL right. and he's going to be out for the first half of the season. And with that, I think Paul George gets the same role that he had in these playoffs in the conference finals. But I don't think they're going to be a top three team. I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. that's only – you only got one all-star. So, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll be – he'll be top um, – they'll t- be top five. But in close – close ahead of them, I have the Suns. They will have a good season, just not the magic that they had last year. I agree. That they had in the Valley. And they probably go home in the first round because, like, the way I have it set up right here, it's the Suns and the Clippers at the four and five seed. 
And I think the Clippers with Kawhi, with a healthy Kawhi Leonard could beat the Suns. Okay. Oh, I like that. I like that. I do. All right. Well, thank you. That's I. I really like that last thing you just said because in a in a with a healthy Kawhi, who wins between the Suns and the Clippers? I don't even know, and I quite frankly I don't want to because it's just fun not to know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I I would have no clue who who would win in that. So I like that a lot. Um, just real yeah, real quickly we'll get into my three and then we'll start to wrap it up. But here, once again, I just want to thank you. It's 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 a forty minute we're at forty minutes right now, but we're gonna wrap it up and um, you know keep it keep it simple. But we just appreciate you guys and we're working on. Uh, how to be consistent, and and we'll get there. You know, it's just the first couple episodes. We're working out the kinks, but anyways, at number three, I have the Suns. Um, kind of the same reasons you said, but uh, I, I don't think that the Mojo completely dies. I think they also have like one more, one more season. Uh, together with that Mojo, does it? I mean, will it last? Will it work? You know, that's what we'll have to find out. Um, but yeah, number three, I have the Suns. At number two, I have the Warriors. Wow. Okay, the Warriors are gonna be good. They're going to be really good. People forget how good they are when they are all healthy. Steph Curry, it's hard to say when, what year Steph's prime is because it almost seems like he just keeps getting better and better. And I know he had he had a rocky start, but he just continues to prove and show out. And I love the Warriors. I love Steph Curry. So I got the Warriors at number two. Um, they're just such a tough team. Who is beating them? Like, no one is beating them. So, um, yeah, I, and I'm really hopeful for that. And I got the Warriors at number two. And then at number one, I got the Mavericks. I got the Dallas Mavericks wow. at number number one. I think Luka, first season Porzingis. with Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. First season wow. with Jason Kidd, um, Porzingis and Doncic. I think they just figure it out. I really do. I think they figure it out, and they, and I think they're gonna sign someone. Uh, hopefully, someone that can help out uh, with in the point guard section. I'm hoping, like we in our last podcast, like we said, like John Wall, a point guard that's more, a point guard that can help defensively, uh, but can can take control of the ball when needed when Luca needs a break or Porzingis. Um, I I love the I love the Mavericks right now. I do not see them stopping anytime soon. And I got the Mavericks at number one. I just I just don't see anyone wow. beating this team. They're just wow. so good. So yeah, man, it was looking like our eight to four was kind of similar, but no, oh now like our ours <laughs> is completely different. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I'll get to that in a minute. But for my top three, um, I got the Warriors at three. The squad, the real squad, is back together finally. If yeah. Clay doesn't like break off his knee this time for real Um, and um i would put them higher but i'm sorry they need another piece and clay is coming off of a pretty two very hard injuries to come off of and he's not going to be the same defensive presence as he was before and in my opinion that's what saved the warriors all those times in the finals in the 2017 finals, the hidden gem in those finals was was Clay Thompson locking down Kyrie Irving because we saw LeBron. They were thinking about giving LeBron the Finals MVP, right? Um, in those 2017 finals, but of course, KD got it. No dis no disrespect there, but the reason why the Cavs didn't get further was because of Clay's defense on Kyrie, and Steph can't rely on Clay in these kind of situations anymore. He can't like, uh, uh, like if you put him against the Lakers who I have him higher and I won't say yet, but who's going to guard Russ on, on the Warriors. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just, yeah, I, I don't okay. think it's happening. Okay. And, okay. uh, but I have them at three because they are a great team and they finally have their squad together. They have great draft picks coming in and they could make a move. So we'll have to see. And then at number two, contrary to what you said, you having them at eight, I have them at two. I have the Jazz because nothing has changed on their roster. Right. And expect a revenge season from Donovan Mitchell. It's only gotten better, if anything, with Hassan Whiteside. Because you saw how upset he was um, at the end of his bubble campaign against the Nuggets in that game seven when they lost a – blew a 3-1 lead. They blow a 3-2 lead getting to the conference finals. Expect a revenge season from Donovan Mitchell. That's all I'm going to say for the Jazz. It's the same team. They got a better rebounder and not a better scorer, but they got Hassan Whiteside. That's going to help a lot. And we'll just have to see what happens, but I think they are at the two seed end. Yeah. Of course, because I love LeBron James so much. Of course, <laughs> of course. I got the Lakers at number one, and here's why. Um, 
you got a Russell Westbrook that's going to give you at least 75 games. If they play 82 games this year, he'll give you at least 75 games. So he's playing all those games, and he's going to be giving you great stats night in and night out. And you got LeBron, who is going to have the longest rest of his career. True. In a while. In a while. In a while, yeah. And and the only thing that's going to make or break this Lakers team is Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. It has to be him. And all the additions that they got, they got great shooters. Everybody was saying, oh, they don't have enough shooters. They got the shooters. They got Wayne Ellington. They got Malik Monk. They got Melo, who shot 40% this year from three. They got them shooters. Now it's all about to see how they do it. And I think they will do it well. Yeah. And they will get the number one seed. And just to to kill two birds with one stone, I'll go ahead and say my finals predictions. All right. I'm just going to say, man, it's what we want. It's what the people want. Lakers, Nets. True. It's going to happen. And. The, the NBA will push for it. They'll rig it if they have to, to get the Nets and the Lakers in the finals. Cause that's just what needs to happen at this point. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants it. So that's what will happen. And I think the Lakers will win in seven. Okay. I that'd think be, the Lakers that'd be win fun. in seven because I, I, I don't think the Nets will be a full team by the time they get there. I think Kyrie will be either injured or somebody will be injured or somebody will be having a diva season. And yeah. well, the only person who'll have a diva season is Kyrie, but that's who I have in the finals. Tommy, who do you have as we wrap up? It's tough because I don't want to choose two number one seeds. Um, luckily, I don't think I have to this time around because I do see some uh, some strong teams in the East that could potentially beat the Bucks. Um, but man, I don't know. I what I I think. It's gonna be either between it's gonna be between the Nets or the Bucks to come out of the East. Um, I think it's gonna be the Bucks. I think they come out again. I think they I, why just they they just don't get worse. They did lose PJ Tucker, but they just don't like besides that they don't get worse. They stay the mm-hmm. same. So unless if another team just gets drastically better, uh, I got the Bucks coming out at number one, and then out of the West, I also I unfortunately like, I hate going one and one because it's just not much fun. But I have to be honest, I, I also see the Mavericks coming out. At wow. the number one seed, I think it's going to be uh, the two youngest and biggest NBA players right now, Luka Doncic and Giannis Antetokounmpo, fighting for that spot of the best player under 30. Um, the best – and arguably the – we like we're not sure how the season will go, but arguably the best player in the NBA. They might be fighting for that battle too, which mm. is, is extremely likely. That's likely. That is not a crazy statement at all. Um, well that's a discussion for another episode (laughs) oh yeah but But anyways yeah that's who i got coming i'd love to see that too but uh i'm gonna stick to the nets and my lakers but uh to cap things off um we're just gonna give you all a little bit of free agency buzz in case you didn't see it so firstly it was a crazy two days first of all the chicago bulls did a sign and trade and they got themselves DeMar DeRozan to yep. pair to pair off with Lonzo and Zach Levine Andre Drummond went to the 76ers and just a lot of other guys James Johnson going to the Brooklyn Nets Bruce Brown yeah. staying with the Nets little deals here and there Patty Mills going to the Nets and then the Lakers get some shooters and Wayne Ellington and Malik Monk and notably Mello who's teaming up with one of his best friends in LeBron James that's going to be interesting interesting yeah. Uh, THT has been retained by the Lakers. The most shocking deal I saw was Kendrick Nunn to the Lakers. I think that's great because it's going to give Russ a break, and I think it's great for the team in general. Oh, yeah. And just to to wrap up, you got Kimba going to the Knicks via buyout with the OKC Thunder, and gosh, he gets to – Play, play his career out where it all started, you know? That's uh-huh. where the legend of Kimba started, and gosh, I think he's going to have a great season. Yeah. And then besides that, um, Victor Oladipo stays with the Heat as he rehabs from his injury, and then besides that, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is thinking about a return, and 
since then, we haven't seen anything huge yet. Kawhi Leonard has still yet to um, do something about what he's going to do this True. next season. But we'll have to see. But just in, but just to cap it off, guys, wow, what an episode. This yeah. was long, <laughs> 20 True. minutes over our usual. But this is an important episode, and we'll put it in our description yeah. that this is like a character episode where y'all get to really – see us and see how we interact and yeah we want to thank y'all so much for tuning in and man it was a ride wasn't it tommy yeah absolutely um it's more it's more quality you know you know they say quantity and quality it's more quality with this episode yes well, i would say long. quantity too because it's a lot of time <laughs> yeah well yeah it's it's uh the quantity is quite large but the quality of the quantity is good like we didn't talk about something that doesn't that is not important and something that shouldn't be talked about for you know a long time everything that we talked about is important to not only us but i think should be important to the youth and to young adults like we want to know how you feel about music how you feel about sports and how you feel about movies and yeah you're just getting to know us a little bit and get to know you know our opinions and our thought process so that was really fun um so i will uh go ahead oh i was just saying yes sir (laughs) Yes, sir. yes sir um I will go ahead and get into what we're going to uh, cover on Tuesday. That way we'll wrap things up. And, uh, yeah, so on Tuesday, very exciting, guys. I, this is the big reveal I've been telling people about. But the Suicide Squad review uh, of mine will be out on Tuesday. I'm going to watch it tomorrow on the premiere night. And it's I, you know, the reviews are crazy. The reviews are really good. So I got the Suicide Squad review coming in on Tuesday, as well as Brandon's review of Django Unchained. I uh, invited him to watch the movie and give us his thoughts. So he's going to give us those on Tuesday. Um, we potentially have Donda coming out um, Woo! tomorrow night, you know, Exciting. Friday. So we will definitely be covering that if that is the case. Um, and then we'll also have Outer Banks season two. We're going to cover the season two um, on that episode as well. Our possibly thoughts. on possibly on Thursday. We'll have to see, but yeah, uh, potentially Thursday if we get uh two booked, but our goal is to make it Tuesday. Yes. Um, and then yeah. just more NBA news and possibly mm-hmm. some college football talk or NFL talk Ooh. because that's coming up too. Fantasy football with eight low key might have to do a top to five underrated fantasy football picks. Ooh, oh, let us know. Yes, let sir. us know. We got fantasy coming up. Um, all right, guys. Well, seriously, like we appreciate every person who clicks on this podcast and listens. If you've listened like this far, like seriously, that that alone is just crazy that someone is interested in what we have to say and. Uh, please like text us let us know hey i listen to this and i like this and i agree with this here's my thoughts please like we want to hear from you guys this is this is not just our show this is your show too absolutely um, so that being said uh my name is thomas thank you and for i'm listening. brandon brandon <laughs> matula all right let's get it this time all one right. two, two three, three. Stay, stay hot, hot my, my friends. friends have a good one y'all have a great weekend we'll see all you right, guys See you Tuesday. Mwah. <laughs>